Scenes 22 to 25 of Faust. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Faust, Part 1, by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe. Translated by Bayard Taylor. Scene 22. Walpurgis Night's Dream. Oberon and Titania's Golden Wedding. Intermezzo. Manager, sons of Miding, rest to-day. Needless your machinery, misty vale and mountain grey. That is all the scenery. Herald, let the wedding golden be. Must fifty years be rounded, but the golden give to me when the strife's compounded. Oberon, spirits, if you're here, be seen. Show yourselves delighted. Fairy king and fairy queen, they are newly blighted. Puck. Cometh Puck, and light of limb, whisks and whirls in measure. Come a hundred after him to share with him the pleasure. Ariel. Ariel's song is heavenly pure, his tones are sweet and rare ones. Though ugly faces he allure, yet he allures the fair ones. Oberon. Spouses who would fain agree, learn how we were mated if your pairs would loving be first be separated titania if her wings do us control and the men berate her take him to the northern pole and her to the equator orchestra tutti fortissimo snout to fly mosquito bill and kin of all conditions frog and grass and cricket trail these are the musicians solo see the bagpipe on our track Tis the soplon bubble, hear the schnicky schnicky schnack through his nostrils double. Spirit just growing into form. Spider's foot and paunch of toad and little wings we know em. A little creature twill not be, but yet a little poem. A little couple. Little step and lofty leap through honeydew and fragrance. You'll, You'll never, never mount, mount the airy steep with all your tripping vagrants. Inquisitive Traveller. Isp at masquerading play, see I with precision. Oberon the beauteous fay meets tonight my vision. Orthodox. Not a claw, no tail I see, and yet beyond a cavil, like the gods of Greece, must he also be a devil. Northern Artist. I only see with sketchy air some outlines of the tourney, yet I be times myself prepare for my Italian journey. Purist. My bad luck brings me here, alas. How roars the orgy louder? And of the witches in the mass, but only two wear powder. Young witch, huckster witch. Powder becomes, like petticoats, a gray and wrinkled naughty. So I sit naked on my goat, and show a strapping body. Matron. We've too much tact and policy to rate with jibes a scolder. Yet young and tender though you be, I hope to see you moulder. Leader of the band. Fly snout and mosquito bill, don't swarm so round the naked. Frog in grass and cricket trill, observe the time and make it. Weathercock towards one side society to one's desire brides only and the sweetest 
and Bachelors of Youth and Fire, and Prospects the Completest. Towards the other side. And if the earth don't open now, to swallow up each ranter, why then will I myself, I vow, jump into hell instanta. Zinis. Us as little insects see, with sharpest snippers flitting, that our papa Satan we may honor as is fitting. Hennings. How in crowds together massed they are jesting shameless. They will even say at last that their hearts are blameless. Musagets. Among this witch's revelry his way one gladly loses, and truly it would easier be than to command the muses. Cidevant, genius of the age. The proper folks one's talents laud, come on and none shall pass us. The Bloxburg has a summit broad, like Germany's Parnassus. Inquisitive traveller. Say, who's that stiff and pompous man? He walks with haughty paces. He snuffles all he snuffle can. He scents the Jesuits' traces. Crane. Both clear and muddy streams for me are good to fish and sport in and thus the pious man you see with even devils consorting worldling yes for the pious i suspect all instruments are fitting and on the blocksburg they erect full many a place of meeting dancer a newer chorus now succeeds i hear the distant drumming don't be disturbed tis in the reeds the bittern's changeless booming Dancing master. How each his legs in nimble trip lifts up and makes a clearance. The crooked jump, the heavy skip, nor care for the appearance. Good fellow. The rabble by such height are held to maim and slay delights them. As Orpheus liar the brutes compelled, the bagpipe here unites them. Dogmatist. I'll not be led by any lure of doubts or critic cavils. The devil must be something, sure, or how should there be devils? Idealist. This once the fancy wrought in me is really too despotic. Forsooth, if I am all I see, I must be idiotic. Realist. This racking fuss on every hand, it gives me great vexation, and for the first time here I stand on insecure foundation. Supernaturalist. With much delight I see the play, and grant to these their merits, since from the devils I also may infer the better spirits. Skeptic. The flame they follow on and on, and think they're near the treasure. But devil rhymes with doubt alone, so I am here with pleasure. Leader of the band. Frog in green and cricket trill, such dilettantes perdition. Fly snout and mosquito bill, each one's a fine musician. The adroit. Sans souci, we call the clan of merry creatures so then. Go afoot no more if we can, and on our heads we go then. The awkward. Once many a bit we sponged, but now God help us, that is done with. Our shoes are all danced out, we trow. We've but naked souls to run with. Willow the Wisps. From the marshes we appear where we originated, yet in the ranks at once we're here as glittering gallants rated. Shooting Star. 
darting hither from the sky in star and firelight shooting crosswise now in grass i lie who'll help me to my footing the heavy fellows room and round about us room trodden are the grasses spirits also spirits come and they are our bulky masses puck enter not so stool-fed quite like elephant calves about one and the heaviest weight to-night be puck himself the stout one Ariel. if loving nature at your back or mind the wings uncloses follow up my airy track to the mount of roses orchestra pianissimo cloud and trailing mist o'erhead are now illuminated airy leaves and wind in reed and all is dissipated scene twenty three dreary day a field in misery in despair long wretchedly astray on the face of the earth and now imprisoned that gracious ill-starred creature shut in a dungeon as a criminal and given up to fearful torments to this has it come to this treacherous contemptible spirit and thou hast concealed it from me stand then stand roll the devilish eyes wrathfully in thy head stand and defy me with thine intolerable presence imprisoned in irretrievable misery delivered up to evil spirits and to condemning unfeeling man and thou hast lulled me meanwhile with the most insipid dissipations hast concealed from me her increasing wretchedness and suffered her to get hopelessly to ruin she is not the first dog abominable monster transform him thou infinite spirit transform the reptile again into his dog shape in which it pleased him often at night to scamper before me to roll himself at the feet of the unsuspecting wanderer and hang upon his shoulders when he fell transform him again into his favourite likeness that he may crawl upon his belly in the dust before me that I may trample him, the outlawed underfoot. Not the first. Oh, woe, woe which no human soul can grasp, that more than one being should sink into the depths of this misery, that the first, in its writhing death agony under the eyes of the eternal forgiver, did not expiate the guilt of all others. The misery of this single one pierces to the very marrow of my life, and thou art calmly grinning at the fate of thousands now we are already again at the end of our wits where the understanding of you men runs wild why didst thou enter into fellowship with us if thou canst not carry it out wilt fly and art not secure against dizziness did we trust ourselves upon thee or thou thyself upon us gnash not thus thy devouring teeth at me it fills me with horrible disgust mighty glorious spirit who hast vouchsafed to me thine apparition who knowest my heart and my soul why fetter me to the felon comrade who feeds on mischief and gluts himself with ruin hast thou done rescue her 
or woe to thee! The fearfullest curse be upon thee for thousands of ages! I cannot loosen the bonds of the avenger, nor undo his balls. Rescue her! Who was it that plunged her into ruin? I or thou? Faust looks around wildly. Wilt thou grasp the thunder? Well, that it has not been given to you, miserable mortals, to crush to pieces the innocent respondent, that is, the tyrant fashion of relieving oneself in embarrassment. Take me thither, she shall be free. And the danger to which thou wilt expose thyself. Know that the guilt of blood from thy hand still lies upon the town. Avenging spirits hover over the spot where the victim fell, and lie in wait for the returning murderer. That too from thee! Murder and death of a world upon thee, monster! Take me thither, I say, and liberate her! I will convey thee there, and hear what I can do. Have I all the power in heaven and on earth? I will becloud the jailer's senses, get possession of the key, and lead her forth with human hand. I will keep watch, the magic steeds are ready, I will carry you off. So much is in my power. Up and away! Scene 24 Night, Open Field Faust and Mephistopheles speeding onward on black horses. What weave they there round the raven-stone? I know not what they are brewing and doing. Soaring up, sweeping down, bowing and bending. A witch's guild. They scatter, devote, and doom. On, on. Scene 25 Dungeon Faust with a bunch of keys and a lamp before an iron door. A shudder, long unfelt, comes o'er me. Mankind's collected woe o'erwhelms me here. She dwells within the dark, damp walls before me, and all her crime was a delusion, dear. What? I delay to free her? I dread once again to see her? On! My shrinking but lingers death more near. He grasps the lock. The sound of singing is heard inside. Margaret singing. My mother the harlot Who put me to death My father the violet Who eaten me hath Little sister so good Laid my bones in the wood, In the damp moss and clay. Then was I a beautiful bird of the wood. Fly away, fly away. Faust unlocking. She does not dream her lover listens near, That he the rattling chain, the rustling straw can hear. He enters hiding herself on the pallet. Woe, woe, they come, O oh, death of bitterness! Whispering. Hush, hush! 
the hour is come that frees thee throwing herself before him art thou a man then pity my distress thy cries will wake the guards and they will seize thee he takes hold of the fetters to unlock them on her knees who headsman unto thee such power over me could give thou art come for me at midnight hour have mercy on me let me live is not soon enough when morning chime has run she rises and yet i am so young so young and now death comes and ruin i too was fair and that was my undoing my love was near but now he's far torn lies the wreath scattered the blossoms are seize me not thus so violently spare me what have i done to thee let me not vainly entreat thee i never chanced in all my days to meet thee shall i outlive this misery now am i wholly in thy might but let me suckle first my baby i blissed it all this livelong night they took away to vex me maybe and now they say i killed the child outright and never shall i be glad again they sing songs about me tis bad of the folk to do it there's an old story has the same refrain who bade them so construe it falling upon his knees here lieth one who loves thee ever the thraldom of thy woe to sever flinging herself beside him oh let us kneel and call the saints to hide us under the steps beside us the threshold under hell heaves in thunder the evil one with terrible wrath seeketh a path his prey to discover aloud margaret margaret attentively listening that was the voice of my lover she springs to her feet the fetters fall off where is he i heard him call me i am free no one shall enthrall me to his neck will i fly on his bosom lie on the threshold he stood and margaret calling midst of hell's howling and noises appalling midst of the wrathful infernal derision i knew the sweet sound of the voice of the vision tis i tis thou oh say it once again clasping him tis he tis he where now is all my pain the anguish of the dungeon and the chain tis thou thou comest to save me and i am saved again the street i see where first i looked on thee and the garden brightly blooming where i and martha wait thy coming struggling to leave come come with me delay now so fain i stay when thou delayest caressing him away now if longer here thou stayest we shall be made to dearly rue it kiss me canst no longer do it my friend so short a time thou art missing and hast unlearned thy kissing why is my heart so anxious on thy breast where once a heaven thy glances did create me a heaven thy loving words expressed and thou didst kiss as thou wouldst suffocate me kiss me or i'll kiss thee she embraces him ah oh, woe thy lips are chill and still how changed in fashion thy passion who has done me this ill she turns away from him come 
follow me, my darling, be more bold. I'll clasp thee soon with warmth a thousandfold, but follow now, tis all I beg of thee. Turning to him. And is it thou? Thou, surely, certainly. Tis I. Come on. Thou wilt unloose my chain, and in thy lap wilt thou take me once again. How comes it that thou dost not shrink from me? Say, dost thou know, my friend, whom thou makest free? Come, come, the night already vanisheth. My mother have I put to death. I've drowned the baby born to thee. Was it not given to thee and me? Thee too, tis thou, it scarcely true doth seem. Give me thy hand, tis not a dream, thy dear, dear hand. But, ah, uh, tis wet. Why, wipe it off, methinks that yet there's blood thereon. Ah, oh God, what hast thou done? Nay, sheathe thy sword at last, do not affray me. Oh, let the past be past, thy words will slay me. No, no, thou must outlive us. Now I'll tell thee the graves to give us. Thou must begin to-morrow, the work of sorrow. The best place give my mother, then close at her side my brother, and me a little away, but not too very far, I pray. And here, on my right breast, my baby lay. Nobody else will lie beside me. Ah, within thine arms to hide me, that was a sweet and gracious bliss. But no more, no more can I attain it. I would force myself on thee and constrain it, and it seems thou repellest my kiss. And yet tis thou, so good, so kind to see. If thou feel'st it is I, then come with me. Out yonder? To freedom. If the grave is there, death lying in wait, then come, from here to eternal rest, no further step. No, no, thou goest away. O oh, Henry, if I could go! Thou canst, just will it, open stands the door. I dare not go, there's no hope any more. Why should I fly? They'll still my steps waylay. It is so wretched, forced to beg my living, and a bad conscience sharper misery giving. It is so wretched to be strange, forsaken, and I'd still be followed and taken. I'll stay with thee. Be quick, be quick, save thy perishing child. Away, follow the ridge, up by the brook, over the bridge, into the wood, to the left, where the plank is placed, in the pool. Seize it in haste, tis trying to rise, tis struggling still. Save it, save it! Recall thy wandering will, one step and thou art free at last. If the mountain we had only passed, there sits my mother upon a stone. I feel an icy shiver. There sits my mother upon a stone, and her head is wagging ever. She beckons, she nods not. Her heavy head falls o'er. She slept so long that she wakes no more. She slept while we were caressing. Ah, those were the days of blessing. Here words and prayers are nothing worth. I'll venture then to bear thee forth. 
No, let me go. I'll suffer no force. Grasp me not so murderously. I've done else, all things for the love of thee. The day dawns, dearest, dearest. Day? Yes, the day comes, the last day breaks for me. My wedding day it was to be. Tell no one thou hast been with Margaret. Woe for my garland. The chances are over. Tis all in vain. We shall meet once again, but not at the dances. The crowd is thronging. No word is spoken. The square below and the streets overflow. The death-bell tolls. The wand is broken. I am seized and bound and delivered. Shoved to the block. They give the sign. Now over each neck has quivered The blade that is quivering over mine. Dumb lies the world, like the grave. Oh, had I ne'er been born! Appears outside. Off, or you are lost, dear morn. Useless talking, delaying, and praying. My horses are nighing. The morning twilight is near. What rises up from the threshold here? He, he, suffer him not. What does he want in this holy spot? He seeks me. Thou shalt live. Judgment of God, myself to thee I give. To Faust. Come, or I'll leave wide the large and thee. Thine am I, father. Rescue me. Ye angels, holy cohorts, guard me. Camp around and from evil ward me. Henry, I shudder to think of thee. She is judged. From above. She is saved. To Faust. Hither to me. He disappears with Faust. From within, dying away. Henry! Henry! End of scene 25 End of Faust, Part 1, by Johann Wolfgang von Goethe, translated by Bayard Taylor.